Welcome everyone to the Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Yudzain. We're beginning on Tetzain Amubet at the bottom of the page at the words Divre Shalom Be'emet. He said with these words, Amar of Tanchum, Va'amila Amar Rebbe Asi, Melamet Shesichas Sirtut Kamitashal Torah. We learn from here that a Megillah requires to have lines in it like a regular Sefer Torah. Next Pasuk says, Uma'amar Esther Kiyam, and the word of Esther were validated these things for Purim. Ma'amar Esther, Devreat Zomotlo. Is it only Esther's words that caused Purim to work? It sounds over here like the words of Esther caused the whole miracle of Purim. We're asking, was it not the fast that caused it? The fact that people fasted Hashem caused Hashem to do the miracle. Why are you mentioning only the words of Esther? As if Esther's words caused the whole miracle. He says, Read it as if there's no break in the Pesukim. And the word, which was the last word of the previous Pasuk, and which are the first words of the next Pasuk, read those words together, and if you do that, then you'll find that it fits fine. It'll be reading that and cause those Things to happen, just to to actually read you the pesukim. Give me a second. If you look on the side of the page, over here, Umaamaris stel kiam debrei apurim elav nechtab basefer. But that that is pasuk lamed bet. The pasuk before said the kaimet yemei apurim elav bizmanehem kasher kaimanehem mordechai yudi veester malkav kasher kimo alav shav al zalam vadivrat zamot vizakatam. So we're saying those last words divrat zamot vizakatam should be connected to ma'amar esther. Okay, next next uh, pasuk to clarify. Ki mordechai yudi mishne lamelech hashrosh gal yudi. We said this yesterday that people left Mordechai, from here we see that some of the Sanhedrin separated from Mordechai HaSadiq because of his involvement with the king. Mordechai went down because he was busy not learning Torah. We mentioned this yesterday. We see that Ezra Sofer was a tremendous Sadiq, lived in Babel, and he didn't go build the Bet Mikdash as long as his Rebbe was alive. Even though he could have been building the Mikdash, which, which he subsequently went to do, but as long as Rebbe was alive, you see that it was more important to stay with the Rebbe and learn Torah than build the Bet Mikdash. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Bashmo Bamata, Gadol Tamut Torah Yotem Bekibud Avaim. 
Yeah. We know that Yaakov was never punished. Why not? To Amar Mor. So this is really where we left off yesterday. Why do we count the years of Yishmael? Okay. The Torah says that Yishmael lived for 137 years. What's the point of mentioning it? To figure out how, how old Yaakov is. He lived 137 years. How do we see from that? How much older was Yishmael in Yitzchak? He was 14 years older. How do we know? Abraham was 86 when Yishmael was born. Abraham was 100, so therefore there's 14 years in between Yitzchak and Yishmael. Now, when, again, we're not trying to figure out how old Yitzchak is, we're trying to figure out how old Yaakov is, but we'll go to that now. Uchtiv, it also says, Yitzchak was 16 years old when he gave birth to them. How old was Yishmael when Yaakov was born? He must have been 74. How many years left in Yishmael's life? Shtim v'tlat, 63 years. So it comes that when Yishmael died, Yaakov was 63. And therefore we figured out Yaakov was 63 years old. Betanya, we learned in a brighter, Haya Yaakov in a b'shash and v'anech me'avi ben shishim v'shalosh anah. We know that Yaakov was 63 in a brighter when he got his b'lachot. That's when Yishmael died. Echtiv ayari esav ki barach, ki barach, Yaakov, we saw that when Esav noticed that Yaakov blessed, Yaakov got, got blessed by by Yitzchak. So then Esav went and married Mahlat, his sister Nevayot. Why do you have to mention she's sister Nevayot? We see that Yisrael uh, married her off. In other words, Kitsha meaning he, um, I guess, engaged her. And and then and the marriage was done by Nevayot. So that's why we mentioned both Yisrael and Nevayot. So therefore you see that Esav only got married because after Yaakov got the Berachot. And Esav had uh, dealings with both Yishmael and Nevayot because Yishmael died in the interim, so we know that that's exactly when he died at 63. So Adam Yosef plus 14 years till Yosef was born because he stayed 14 years in in uh, Lavan's house, right? 14 years includes seven years working for Achel and then seven years till you, till you, till uh, Yosef is born, that's 14 years, 63 plus 14, Hashem Mishiv, that's 77, Yosef was 30, 33 years old when he stood up for Paro. So, you got to figure that Yosef becomes king at 30 years old. At that point, Yaakov should be 107. Shav, the Shiva, the Kafna, count another nine years, seven years of of plenty and two years of famine before the brothers came down. So there comes out that Yaakov is 116 when they come down. 
But we know that he he Yaakov when he meets Paroh, he should be saying that he's one sixteen. That's how, that's the Cheshbon that we got. But he doesn't say that. He says He says no, he says hundred and thirty. He should be one sixteen with short fourteen years. We see over here that the 14 years that he was in Bet Ever, in between this, we must, in order to make him 130, we're missing 14 years. And those 14 years he must have been in, in, in learning in Bet Ever before he went to Haran. And we're not counting it, which means we're not counting it against him. And. How do we know that he went to Bet Ever? The time he went to the Bet Ever, Yaakov Bet Ever Mutman Arbaat Sheshana. He was fourteen years there, right? Ever met Lachal Shigal Yaakov in the Alam Naharaim Sheshanim. Ever died two years after Yaakov went to Alam Naharaim. Yatzam Yishamu Balol Alam Naharaim. Yaakov went to Alam Naharaim. Nimsak Sheshamad Al Be'er Ben Shivim V'Sheva Shana. Comes that he was still at the well at seventy-seven. So he must have been. From this writer, we see that he was. It was exactly 14 years in Bet Ever. Um, now, we had said before that that, that Kibbutz Ava'em is less important than learning Torah. And you can see it from the fact that Yaakov you know, didn't get punished for his years in Bet Ever, and he did get punished for his years that he stayed in Amnaim. How do we see? How do we know he wasn't punished for the years that he was studying in, in Bet Ever? But ever, and he did get punished for the other years. The time you Yosef was separated from his father for 22 years. Right? Just like Yaakov Avinu was separated from his father for two, 22 years. Yaakov was separated for 36, according to what we said. It must be that Hashem didn't bother him for the 14 years in Bet Ever. So you see that learning Torah overrides the kibbutz of him. Now, someone really could have asked the question, uh, who told you that he wasn't punished for the 14 years in the house of Evan? Maybe he wasn't punished for the 14 years that he was doing what his mother told him, which is to go get married in Lavan's house. That going to get married took him seven years to marry her, and then another seven years till Yosef was born. Then he came back. She then should have came back, let's say. And he was punished for the fourteen years, but ever that he wasn't commanded to do. But the Gemara understands otherwise. Why? Um, something we should probably look up. Maybe they have a tradition. We know that you're only twenty years there. Why are we counting twenty-two? It must be because he stopped on the road for two years. The time we learned, she was 18 months in Sukkot. Even though he spent six months, so therefore that's a total of two years in both Bet El and Sukkot, and that's where he brought the korbanot, the kibbutz vachim. 
Hadran Alach Megillah. Bezat Hashem will come back to the first parak of Megillah. Okay, let's start the new parak. Says the Gemara, Hakoret Megillah Mefred Yatsa. There's a bunch of different people who are not Yotzei reading the Megillah. Number one, if you read it out of order, read the Pirakim out of order, or the or the word or the Pesukim backwards. Start from the last book and go to the front. Okay, or Kara um, Alpe if you read it by heart. Kara Tirgum if you read the, the Aramaic translation. Lo you can read it to those who speak other languages in their language that they understand. We're gonna, the Gemara will explain this soon. If a person who only speaks other languages, let's say an Arabic speaker who heard it in Hebrew, he is Yotze, even though he doesn't understand it. So you can read the Arabic speaker, it sounds like over here, in Arabic or in Hebrew, but not an Arabic speaker in Greek. If you read it, which means you stopped in between, or you fell asleep in the middle, we're going to learn how exactly how much sleeping is called sleeping. Then yatsa, you are yotze in both those cases. Sirugin with his with his stopping or mitnamnim falling asleep. If you were writing it or explaining it, umagia, or you're editing it, and then you're reading as you go. If you thought about what you're doing, yatsa If not, you're not yotze. If it's written with any of these sam sikra kumas or kumkanton, which are different types of inks that are not not allowed, or al niar or if it's written on paper or difter, which is a certain type of parchment, lo yatsa video has to be written in Hebrew. Al sefer means in a normal parchment, with black ink. Says the Gemara, where do we know this from? That you can't read it out of order. It's a pasuk. Pasuk says you have to write it the way it's written and according to time. Just like the time can't be off. You have to do it on the 14th. You can't do it any other time. You also can't write the Tavam, the Megillah, can't be read Lemafreya out of order. This is my midi but the Pasuk is not talking about reading. Pasuk of Kirtavam is not talking about Asiyah. Pasuk says you have to do these things. So it sounds like if it's if if the Pasuk, this Pasuk is. Let's read the Pasuk. The Jews accepted on them, on their children. I call them and everyone who's with them. To do the to do these days. Like they're like they're written and like the times. So over there, the times and the writings are talking about doings. How, how you do the mitzvah, like Mishloch Manot, but not about remembering, which would be Mikramihila. The word remembering is Mikramihila, not Zechila. Someone says, forget that source. I have another source that it can't be done out of order. Pasuk says, These days are remembered and done. It we connect remembering to doing. Just like doing can't be backwards. So too, the remembering can't be backwards. Remembering means reading the Megillah. 
Now, once we mention that the Megillah can't be backwards, we can go on to other things. Tana we learned in the Brighta. Chen behalel, halel could also not be backwards. Chen bekerat shema tefillah, also kerat shema and tefillah and amida cannot be out of order. Halel minala, who told you that halel has to be in order? Rabbah Amar, Rabbah says, Dekhtiv mimzach shemesh amavov. So Pasuk says, from the eastern sun till where it sets. And therefore, since that Pasuk is in the Megillah, and it mentions east to the west, so too, just like the east always goes towards the west, so too this. It has to be in order. Halel also has to be in order. The same way the sun goes in order, the Halel has to be in order. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Zehayom Asa Hashem has to be like the day that Hashem said, just like the day always comes in the right times. So too, Halel has to be in order. Rabbi Eva Amar, Yishem Hashem Mevorach. The name of Hashem is blessed, meaning Mi'ata Ve'adalam, just like now. Now, Yihi sounds like it should be. The way it always is, it has to stay, meaning not out of order. Rabbi Nachum HaYitzchak, Ve'itim Ha'acha Ba'yitzchak, Amar Me'acha. This end of the is from now forever, just like Halil is now, it always has to say forever, meaning you can't do it, can never do it out of order. Okay? So we have four possibilities. Either it's Hashem Shabbat Shalom, it's Hashem Shabbat Shalom, it's Hashem Shabbat Shalom, how do you know has to be in order? The Khtib Hanyu says, Kiryat Shema has to be the way it's written, meaning it can't be in any other language. That's what Rebbe says. Hachamim say it could be done in any language. What's Rebbe's reason why he says it has to be only in Hebrew? So there's a machlok at Rebbe and the Chachamim, whether it could be only in Hebrew, or you could read the Shema in any language. Amar Kal Pasuk says, and it will be, and it it sounds like, it has to be the same way it is now forever. What's the reason for the Chachamim? Why do they say it could be in any language? They don't they agree with the Pasuk Vehayu? They say, you look at the Pasuk, it says Shema. We're now in Amulbet now. Shema sounds like you have to listen. Every language you hear is good. So they're learning from the word Shema and they're learning from Vehayu. What does Rebbe do with the word Shema? He says it has to be in the same way, what do you do with Shema? It sounds like any language. They used it, Pasuk, to say that it has to be audible, meaning you have to be able to hear the Shema. So he says, Vayu means only Hebrew, and Shema means audible. Rabbanan holds it doesn't have to be audible, therefore they don't use the word Shema for that. They don't need the Shema to tell you it has to be audible because they hold it doesn't have to be audible. That's the machloka between them. Rabbanan, but what do the Rabbanan do? With Vayu, they're using the word Shema to tell you any language. So then, what are they doing with Vayu? They're using it to teach you that it cannot be read out of order. Vayu means it has to be in order, according to the Chacham. How does Rebbe know you can't do it out of order? He learns it from the word Vayu HaDivarim HaElet. Because it could have said divarim and it says hadivarim, extra hay. The Chachamim don't agree that the extra hay means anything, therefore they can't learn anything from that hay, and therefore everything fits fine. So we see that Rebbe holds. They can learn the whole Torah in any language. If it has to be 
in Lashon Kodesh. Why would the Pasuk say Vehayu? Vehayu sounds like the Shema has to be in Lashon Kodesh. Now, if you have to have Pasuk tell me the Shema has to be in Lashon Kodesh, it sounds like it's the exception to the rule. And rather, the whole Torah could be read in any language. It's the Rich. Now, really, we're telling you that the whole Torah has to be in Hebrew too. But I need both. I would have thought use the word Shema like the Rabbanan to tell you that any language is good. Tell you that even though the whole Torah has to be, has to be in Hebrew, so does Shema. Don't learn the Shema like that it means any language. Rather, it means this. It means it has to be in Hebrew only. Let's see the opposite. We say if the, Torah, if the Shema teaches you that it could be in any language, that means the whole Torah has to be in Hebrew. Because if the whole Torah could have been in any language, why does it say Shema? After all, Shema is telling you the exception. So the exception should be that in any language, that sounds like the whole Torah has to be in Hebrew. It's Hebrew, no, not necessarily. Yeah, we still need it. Why? Secondly, you might have learned, you might have thought to learn Vehayu to be like Rebbe. That's only in Hebrew. Shema tell you know that that Shema and the whole Torah can be in any language. So again, not necessarily that you have to say that neither Rebbe nor the Rabbanan have a difference between the Torah, whole Torah, being read, and the way the Megillah, the, the way the Shema has to be read, even though they have separate pesukim. It's all to. To the, both those separate pesukim of Shema and Vayu are coming to reject the notion that maybe you might, maybe you might have a difference between the Torah and Shema, but really they're both the same. Rebbe holds the whole Torah has to be read in Hebrew, and Rebbe not hold the whole Torah can be read in any language. Now it says the Gemara Tefillah Minalan. How do we know the Tefillah has to be in 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 order? Titania Shimon Pekuli Sitiyah Shimon Asabin Achot Uthinevin Abraham Gilal Sadebi Avne. We know that in the Bright that says that Shimon Pekuli made all the eighteen Minachot in order before Abraham Gilal Yavne. I'm going to I'm going to bring Titania. We learned in the Bright that the Avnei Sabin Zikim Abraham Kamen Abim Tiknu Shimon Asabin Achot Adas Seder. According to this, there was 120 rabbis with a bunch of Nevi'im who made it in order. So Shimon Pekuli plus, according to Yochanan, it's these 120 rabbis. Tanabaram, Minayin Shorim Avot. How do we know that we start off the Amidah with Avot, which is Magen Abraham? Shneemar, Havul Hashem B'Neelim. Give power to Hashem, sons of the mighty. So sons of the mighty indicate that we're mentioning to Hashem that we're the sons of Ram and Tzakukov. How do we know we mention Mechayim Etim? It says, give power to Hashem, kavod va'oz. Kavod va'oz means we're showing how powerful Hashem is. That's showing the power of Hashem that is able to uh, do all these feats. How do we mention Atah Kadosh and Akela Kadosh? In the splendor of His Holiness, and therefore those people who came with Tilim start off our why do we go from Atakadosh right away to Atahonen? Says says, and you will sanctify the Holy One of Yaakov, and the God of 
Yisrael Yaitzi, you will, you will revert. V'samichli, right next to it says, V'yado ta'ayad ruach bina, and, and Hashem, those who make a mistake will have brains. And therefore we see that the Kiddushah, Pasuk of Kiddushah, goes right before the Pasuk of getting brains. Umara ulomar tshuvah bina. Why did they mention the tshuvah afterwards? Tehtiv, it says, Ulvo yavin v'shavan avedo. Pasuk says that his heart will understand, and then, v'shav, you'll do tshuva, v'lafalo, and you'll be cured. So, the word, that's why tshuva, hashiva, tshuva, harotzeh b'tshuva, comes right after, atachonin adam dat. Iachi, lemeh l'fuah batel d'tshuva, if so, if, if this pasuk is the source, says yavin is, is, is atachonin, shav is harotzeh b'tshuva, and it should be Rifa'enu next. How come it's not? Why do we put Slachlanu? Says the Gemara, Allah Salkadata, you can't put that there. Don't even think like that. Different Pasuk says that the Jews went back to Yom and they have mercy on them. And they go to God because he, he forgives a lot. So you see that Shuvah goes next to Slowach in this Pasuk. In the other Pasuk, Tshuva came next to Rifa'enu. Here it goes, to, goes next to Slachlanu. So, okay, you have another Pasuk that puts Slachlanu next to Tshuva. But why did you rely on that Pasuk? Why did you rely on the first Pasuk that puts Rifa'enu there? In this Pasuk it says, Soleach, Slicha, Rifu'ah, and Geulah. Okay, still. What about the first pasuk that said that said Rifuah next to Shav? That Rifuah v'Shav v'Rafelo is not the affair of physical ailments. Rather, Rifuah it's the curingness of the Slicha of the Hashem forgiving our sins, and therefore don't go with that one. Since in our prayer we're not praying for for Rifuah of our Nishama, uh, it's the Fu'ah of our body, therefore it doesn't go, we're not going with that Pasuk, we're going with the other and that's why Silicha sorry, we're going with Vayash Vashem Rechmenu, Vayasil Kialbil Slawah, that's why Silicha goes there. Umaru Laugil Gula Beshevit. Why do we do Gula Gal Yisrael in the seventh Parachah? Since the Jews will be redeemed in the seventh year. Now, what does that mean, the seventh year? That means that before Mashiach comes, there's going to be seven years of interesting things going on. And the seventh year is when the Gula comes. Therefore, we put it in the seventh year. B'shvit malchamot b'mitzvah shvit ben David ba. I thought we said it comes the the eighth year, right after shemitah, right after not shemitah, right after the seventh year of the interesting things happening, right? Because it says the sixth year they're going to be sounds, and the seventh seventh year is the wars, and the eighth year is when he comes. He says my answer is no. That's true, but when once you start the war, that's the beginning of the geula. Why do we do the fu'ah in the eighth bracha? 
Why is it fine then? Amar Acha, Metoch Shinna Milavish Bishminit, Shitzikal Fawalafi, Kavobishminit. Since the baby is born with a Bitmila on the eighth day, so eight is a very important number for the Fawah, because the baby needs to be healed of the Mila, and therefore we, the Chachamim put Mila on the eighth. Why do we go with Barech Alenu in the ninth Barecha? Why is that right after the final? Amar Alexander, Kinegid Mafkir Sharim, Dichtiv Shover Zroa Rasha. It seems like a big problem is people who raise prices artificially. And in order to stop the people who are raising prices and cause hungers, so we mentioned Barech Alenu in the, in the Ninth Berakha, where which David Amel says in the ninth Perak of Tehilim, he mentions to break the strength of the wicked, which we're going to, by putting in the ninth one, is, is going to refer to ninth Tehilim, and that's going to get rid of the strength of the people who are raising the prices. Now, if you look at the Pasuk Tehilim, it's actually not the ninth; it's actually the 10th. However, they hold that the first and the second are considered one, and therefore, this comes out to be the ninth. Why do we mention uh, gathering Jews together after the mounds of the Jews will, mounds of Israel will give fruit and, and go back to reveal that they're coming back. So the Pasuk mentions coming back right after giving the fruit, and therefore Barech Alenu will go right before Hashim, um, right before Mekabet Tzachem Oyistel. Says the once you gather the Jews, we're going to start. We're going to do the the judgment of the shame, and that's why we put Hashiv Shutenu Shnimal VaAshiva Yadi Alaich VeEtzrof Kabor Sigaich. That's how we know that we go to to Shiv Shutenu. Once you do the deen under the shaim, kala pushing we get rid of the, we get rid of all the the pushing people will stop doing judge people will stop doing sins when we judge the shaim. That's why we get rid of laminim laminim. Shneimal v'shover p'shaim v'chatim yachtav yachalu. We get rid of pushing v'chatim together. Okay. Once we get rid of the the Sinners, we raise the horn of the righteous, and that's why we mention the tzaddikim right after laminim. Tichtiv chol kanishim agadet rumam l'shalom tzaddik. We call it gerat tzaddikim. Tzaddikim. We include the the the, the converts with the tzaddikim. Why? The bnei seva takum v'hadat bnei zaken v'semichli ki egorchem ger. Since the the ger is right next to the zaken, that's why we put them in. That's why the gerim are inserted into the beracha with the tzaddikim. Now, where do we raise the tzaddikim? The, the where, where is the place where the tzaddikim will be uplifted? That's in Yerushalayim. Shalom, 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 Sh
to ask for the peace of Yushalayim and will ask those who love her. Those who love her are the Tzadikim. The came and shemrit Yushalayim by David. Once Yushalayim gets built, Bonei Yushalayim, which is the next Berakha, that then David comes. It's Tzemach David Zecha. As it says, Achal Yashu Bonei Yisrael Bikshu at Hashem Elohim et David Malkam. Okay, we're now at the top of Yudchet Amubet. We're going to stop right over here. Yudchet Amudalf. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.